reason you are listening to 80s music on the TSP is because the iPhone X has the best mobile screen and this was the first thing that came to my mind because I grew up in the 80s and I watched Karate Kid and yeah, <laughs> that's it. Let's leave the rest for the show. Hello to the Sabres, it is I, Luis, and I'm here with Carla. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Diogo. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> okay, to give you some background, I'm, I'm recording the, the podcast with uh, my wife's uh, MacBook Pro, because for some reason I, I can't seem to connect my, my new microphone to, to, the, to my MacBook, so that's why Luis is, is telling you that joke. <laughs> you know, the real problem is using a Mac. I'm using a Windows PC. I'm, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Which, by the way, just crashed before I started recording. So hoping, <laughs> hopefully nothing will happen now. Let's hope it, 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 it has about one crash a day. So it's done for today. <laughs> <laughs> I do love those blue screens. Oh, they're awesome. I do occasionally get uh, some kernel panics uh, on my Mac, but uh, I, I haven't got any on, as far as I can remember, in the last year or so. But they, they do come along. So today we are again talking about the iPhone X because <laughs> everyone is still excited about it and there are still well, things to yeah, talk about. I, it might seem like we're too excited about a single device, but it, that's not the case. Uh, we are excited about the, the new tech template, if you will, and uh, the new uh, technologies it brings and the new possibilities it brings. Because this is, after all, the, the future of uh, iOS devices uh, looking forward. After 10 years, 10 years of iterations of, on the same design of the iPhone, we now have something new with everything that's good and bad about it. Because the iPhone 8, with 10 years of uh, continuous improvements, is a really solid choice mm -hmm. for anyone Anyone wants an iPhone and no problems associated, or it's more comfortable with a traditional iPhone. But the 10, it is the future, and it's probably the design for the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. Maybe not 10 years, but for a few years to come. For at least five years, I would say, yeah. That reminds me. Um, I have seen some comments on the, on the web about the new iPhone does not look... <laughs> about how the new iPhone doesn't look like an iPhone. It looks like, like an Android phone. And... That is so wrong. It actually does not look a traditional iPhone, of course, but it has a, such a unique look. It doesn't look like anything else. An iPhone 10 looks like an iPhone 10. Exactly. You won't mistake it for any any other phone. Naysayers. <laughs> I don't know if there are naysayers. I, I, apparently, these are Apple fans. Oh, really? People that have iPhones and like them. Yeah, but they're just uh, they should be expelled probably from a bit the club. shocked. <laughs> <laughs> not really no, it's, I mean it's fine I, I understand if you feel more at home with a traditional model mm -hmm. that's why that's why we have the iPhone 8 I mean it's cheaper and it has no problems I, I'm assuming it has no problems it shouldn't have so those guys that are having trouble with the, the new iPhone probably are uh, above 40 or 50 
<laughs> actually um no but there are there are a few problems with the new iphone i follow dr ben goldacre on twitter and he tried an iphone 10 and for what i understood he returned to a galaxy note because he was really frustrated frustrated with the iphone Why? 10 uh well several things it's he, he he had an Android phone, so it, it's completely different. For mm -hmm. example, he was really missing a back button, and the new iPhone it's all based on gestures, which aren't that intuitive. You have to learn mm -hmm. them, especially if you don't ha if you don't you never had an iPhone. Yeah, that can be true. Yeah, it's a rough transition, I, I guess. For example, and on on iOS eleven, I think the new I never expected, but the new the new notification center. And the new control center and notifications, the way they are implemented now, it's perfect for me. Mm -hmm. It's finally years and years of trying, and now it's really good. And it made a really significant um, mm -hmm. improvement on my daily usage of the of the phone. On the iPhone 10, the software isn't quite quite there yet, and it it still needs some improvements. And yeah, it's it it's expected to have some rough patches. Yeah, I. I can relate to some of this, those complaints, but I I really don't see how they are detrimental to to a new a new device, you know, because it, you always have something new on a new device to learn. And okay, this is this is technology. This is always advancing. This is always moving forward, and we should be ready to to accommodate new changes. Now, it, they don't bother me as much as 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 you say they do to you or to some other users. It, it might be just me, my personal preferences. But actually, I, they ha there have been I, I've been reading and seeing so much uh, videos about the iPhone X that I <laughs> sometimes I I find myself trying to to do those gestures on my iPhone <laughs> 6s. So. Uh, it might be me. I might be very eager to to adopt the new standard, but <laughs> I don't find them that much hard to 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 get used to. Well, I understand because uh, since I used an Android phone for a couple of years, it was hard for me too. I mean, it. I had no problem mm -hmm. using it, but uh, I didn't like it. I was I like iOS, so mm -hmm. I I used uh, I don't remember what version of Android. A few of them, but uh, I never liked it. I'm really happy to be back on iOS, so I, I I can understand people who are doing the the other route. They always they are they use the Android for years, and now they try mm -hmm. iOS, and they don't like it. And on the iPhone 10, it's a bit harder than to. It's a bit it's a harder phone to use than the iPhone 8, for example. Well, I I, I you know, made the joke that about of the home uh, old people not not getting by with this new update, but uh, there is something to it. I, I was joking, of course, but uh, there is something to it because I, I do feel that I find that with with a uh, as time goes by and I get older, uh, I don't have the same patience I I once had to learn new things and to learn new new inputs, new new designs. So there might be some something to it, but uh, I don't know. Um, there might be some initial resistance to using this new new iPhone, but uh, I think that the, that discussion will will pass with time, and everyone will enjoy the the new the new platform. Yeah, I guess in the end it's good because everybody's talking about it, and that's the point. If it, if we if we only had the iPhone eight launch this year, it would be just another iPhone. With the ten, 
even people who are not interested in it are talking about it. And I think that's good for Apple. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the saying? How does the saying goes? Uh, any kind of publicity is good publicity? <laughs> well, for Trump, maybe. <laughs> for Apple, I'm not sure. <laughs> because this kind of publicity is good because it, it has no really a downside. No, there's no real downside, no. I have to agree with that. Yeah. For example, I saw um, a blog post on the, I think it was the Boy Genius Report, which it's not a, a website I care for much. And they were talking about the, about how the iPhone X might have its, its first gate because there always has to be a gate with a new <laughs> iPhone. And that was based on the, I think it was a couple of, uh, of uh, people that complained that they had uh, some green vertical lines on their iPhone mm -hmm. X display. And they went to an Apple store and they were given a new phone. So you'd, seem, you'd assume that's the end of that. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> no, it's, they had to use the term yeah. gate on the title. Even on the, on the post, they say that it doesn't seem to be a widespread problem that uh, Apple replaced the affected units okay so no problems. no problems but they still have to they still have to make something out of it <laughs> it's clickbait all over it <laughs> yeah like i said on the case of apple not all publicity is good and i'm sure they if they had a problem like samsung had with batteries last year they would be oh, really yeah. suffering for it do, do, did they call the gate the gate moniker, moniker to the, the samsung problem last year Yeah, I think yeah. so. But uh, in fact, some people speculated that the iPhone, the that the the Samsung, that Samsung should uh, scrap the Note brand because it was too affected. Mm, to, it was associated to the batteries. To the, to the problem, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't. This this year they launched a new Note and everything is fine. Okay. So <laughs> I don't think Apple would have gotten that easy with oh, it. Oh no, it would be a hard time for them to, yeah. I think it was a, a couple of episodes ago, we mentioned that the um, iPhone X doesn't support that uh, extended uh, mode that the iPhone Plus has, uh, horizontal. Mm -hmm. You know, horizontal, that horizontal layout yes. for some application. And I I caught uh, Serenity Caldwell uh, mm -hmm. on Twitter. She was mentioning how she was loving the iPhone X. And I asked her if she she missed it. You know, going from the plus from the 10, and she said that no, she's really happy oh, really? with the 10. She doesn't miss that. Yeah. Ben Thompson also talked about how the the iPhone 10 is a delightful product. It's not as perfect as an iPhone 8, but it causes delight. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's really it. You know, the screen is really beautiful. Yeah, it's not a perfect product like the the first iPhone. It wasn't, but. There's the promise. There's the new, the new, the newness to it. There's a lot of, there's a lot going on mm -hmm. for it. Well, regarding that, the uh, landscape or uh, not landscape, the uh, horizontal um, orientation, uh, I read somewhere that I think it was on Ars Technica that uh, the iPhone X display has the has this, since it has the same width in points as the iPhone 7 and the 8, uh, I think it's 375 points. But since it's taller, uh, 145 points taller, I think, 
Um, the fact that that uh, the iPhone X shares the same width with the uh, the regular iPhones and not the the Plus model is the reason why it doesn't support the the extended landscape mode interface or the uh, horizontal uh, horizontal uh, interface mode. Uh, yeah, I read that same article. I haven't noticed that the the new phone had exactly the same width that the older mm -hmm. phone. Oh yeah, they do. Uh, related related to that, there also there is also some there was there was a I think it was also on Ars Technica. They were talking about the difficulties of uh, developing for the new iPhone. Have you read have you, have you read that one? Oh yeah, sure. It was a a great piece by And Samuel Laxon, I think. Well, I, I, my my takeaway from it was that if you are following Apple's guidelines and don't have a lot of custom elements on your interface, it's not really a problem. Uh, what do you think? I think most of it comes down to Apple because Apple has been training developers to use um, vector assets uh, so they can be compiled in whatever resolution you, you might need. Uh, I read somewhere that they are saved as a PDF, which strikes me as as strange. But uh, I do know that PDFs are mainly a, a vector-based uh, file system. But uh, we are associated we associate PDFs with uh, scan documents and things like that. <laughs> but uh, it's not the case in here. But um, oh yeah, the the, the the transition was really smooth because because um, they have been uh, giving developers all the tools they need to to adapt to to the multiple resolutions, and so they can look sharp in each device screen resolution that Apple now offers on every iOS uh, device. Yeah, so we might see some apps using the. The iPhone years, like I call it, mm -hmm. I call them more creatively. But even if they don't want to, they'll probably most people will probably be fine. Although I do, I do saw on Twitter some very angry developers. But there is all there are always some people that are going that are going that are going to oh, be yeah. angry, and they were angry because they assumed that Apple was uh, making things harder for them when there was no need. <laughs> because of the notch, they could just make it an horizontal stripe, and that's it. But now that uh, I've seen so many posters and I've seen the iPhone 10 all over the place, I think the notch is really important for Apple. I think it's a really important brand branding exactly. element. And well, developers, well, they're, they're, they're embracing it. Yeah, for the most part, they are embracing the notch, or as Apple prefers to call it, the sensor housing. Okay, and another Apple news this week. We now know that uh, a new update to iOS will allow induction charging on the new iPhones to support, uh, I believe it's 7.5 watts instead five of watts, 5 yes. watts. Uh, somewhat faster charging, yeah. Yeah, somewhat faster charging. It still will be slow compared oh, to yeah, using sure. a lightning cable, but it's it's better. Yeah, much better, yeah. I also saw a few renderings of a possible iPhone X. No, I'm sorry, iPhone 10 Plus with a 6.7 inch display, and that means nothing. There are just renderings, but I I assume that this new iPhone was was going to replace the the iPhone Plus. How did you How do you see it? Well. I As as I told you guys uh, on our former podcast, I'm episode. I mean, 
I think uh, I I pro- I'm probably wrong, you know, but uh, at least to me, it, it would make sense they they if they didn't do the the same screen size they did this year, and they did a smaller one and a bigger one, a slightly smaller one and a, a bigger one uh, more on the plus side. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to keep three sizes, but uh, I've heard a, another rumor that uh, Apple was going to do uh, a similar sized iPhone, uh, whatever they're going to call it, the successor to the 10, and a, a bigger size, a plus size, and a cheaper model with the same screen size as, as a regular, the now regular iPhone, the, the iPhone 10, with an LCD instead of an OLED. So that might be why we are seeing so much rumors about the next year Apple unveiling three devices instead of two. I don't know what 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 are your thoughts about it. So you think that the size of the iPhone 10 is the new standard? It's the middle one, right? No, that's not what I what I said entirely. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening oh, to you. as usual. <laughs> I'm not just uh, talking about next year phones. I'm talking about in the future when we, when the the iPhone 10 uh, design it's the it's it's propagated to the all iPhone line. If you think that this will be this will be the big phone or just the regular phone. I think it will be the regular phone and then there there will be a a bigger one. But uh, and a smaller one. Uh, uh, sorry. And a smaller one. Uh, not entirely. I think there there will be a, a similar sized one, but a, a cheaper one with a, an LCD instead of an OLED. Oh, that's disappointing. So no, nothing equivalent to my SE. Uh, probably they they will still stick to the SE with uh, perhaps some uh, improved uh, electronics. Uh, I don't know, but, uh, an improved sensor. Uh, I, I'm sorry, a CPU. But uh, I don't think they will do anything smaller than the the iPhone 10. I don't know. Let's wait and see. But my wish, as I was t- telling you um, earlier, uh, if I was the the one who decided the <laughs> the future of the iPhone or the future of the iPhone sizes to the to the next year models. I would I would love to see a smaller one, a, a slightly smaller one to the iPhone 10, and a bigger one, and I would do away with the with the this year size entirely. Well, I, I don't think Apple would launch a new size just to to scrap it, <laughs> but I I will miss a smaller phone because when I transitioned from the Galaxy S4 to the new iPhone SE, at the beginning I thought, mm, well. This this screen looks looks small. <laughs> it took me about half a day to get used to it. It's uh, I, I really I prefer to sacrifice the screen size to be able to hold the phone in my hand easily and to be able to reach um, every part of the phone with the of the display with my thumb. And the new the the bigger sizes are really harder to to reach or to use or you have to to pick them up differently. When Apple launched the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6 Plus, there were some uh, some maps, some heat maps that um, describe what was the, your natural movement, uh, what were the positions mm-hmm. that you had to stretch your thumb to touch the display, and those areas that were completely off limits. And when we were using the the small iPhone, the iPhone 4S, for example, you could reach basically 
the entire the entire screen without effort. When they launched the the five the five S or the SE, they are the same size. The bottom right corner and the bottom up corner became a little inaccessible, and there was a a bigger area when you had to make a. We have to make a bit of an effort to touch with your thumb, but it's still very usable, like I have been saying all this time. <laughs> On the iPhone 6, I have used your, your, your iPhone, and you can use them with one-handed and a thumb, but for me, it requires a, a very tricky way, tricky way to, to hold the phone <laughs> and a, a very, in a way that allows me to drop it often. And there are bigger areas that I really can't touch it easily. I never tried a, an iPhone 6 Plus. I do try, I do have some experience with my girlfriend's iPhone, my girlfriend's phone, which is a, a Galaxy S7 Edge, and it's really big. And that's, a, for me, that's a, a phone that you have to use with, that you have to use with two hands because it has really a lot of, a lot of inaccessible regions. And I, I was hoping that with the Apple's transition, transition to the, to an OLED display and almost bezel-less display, we could uh, have the benefits of the bigger displays and the uh, small uh, bodies, but apparently that's not going to happen. No, why not? Like you said, you, you feel that they're going to use this new size as a, as a regular size, not as the big size. Oh, yeah, but if you look at it, it's not much bigger than a, uh, than an iPhone 6 uh, display size. Yeah, but the iPhone 6 is already a bit uh, too big for me, too hold comfortable. People ha- just uh, just have two options. <laughs> Either they can reach the all the all the uh, almost all the screen real estate with a, a thumb or they can have a bigger screen. You you can have both. And I think most people made a trade-off of having a bigger screen and uh, having to use two hands, perhaps, or uh, or stabilizing the the phone on a hand on a, in a different manner. Oh, I'm fine with that. I just want to have the option oh, to have a, a smaller phone. I'm not. In, I'm not. I know you. I don't are. mind to make to make the trade-off. But Apple and it's important. It's important. But I, I don't think Apple will do away with the SE anytime soon. There have been some rumors of Apple having a, a, an update to the iPhone SE sometime around the next year. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But I, I do think they, there is a market for a smaller phone. And a smaller phone with a home button uh, is a must to some people like like we've been arguing. And a cheaper um, phone. There are still some people that... A cheaper phone also, yeah. There are some some people that uh, prefer the 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 comfort of having a, a visible button that, that they can press. So either we're going to see um, uh, an update to the 4-inch uh, iPhone SE or we're, we're probably going to see an SE in the size of uh, the iPhone 6. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that would be an option. I don't think you lose a lot of that, of that ability to reach uh, with your thumb to a lot of the screen areas. Uh, comparing the iPhone 6 to the iPhone 5 or the 5S or SE. But um, it would be an option. I mean, uh, I do re- uh, really like the the 6 uh, format, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. But um, as I was telling you, 
perhaps we'll, ha we'll have to get used to uh, using phones with both hands, but I, I don't see a problem with that. Well, sometimes it's not preferable <laughs> to hold the phone uh, like that, but I have a solution. Okay. Uh, if, we're going to have, if we're going to have really big phones, I think I might as well just opt for a, uh, an Apple Watch and uh, an iPad Pro, and that's it. <laughs> and I'll carry the iPad Pro <laughs> on my bag, and I'll use the watch for everything for everything else. That's my. It's your take on because, the, on the on the screen yeah, sizes. That that would be sort of the, the best solution for me because if we're talking about something like a seven uh, a six point seven inch screen, a little a couple of years ago we called that iPad Minis. So mm -hmm. it's not a phone. I'll just bring my my iPad. Yeah, it's I'll just a bring my tablet, and that's it. I'll do away with the phone entirely. Although you can no, but I think we will be able to do that in a few years. Don't you? I think the, the probably, Apple Watch yeah. will be completely yeah, independent from the phone eventually, if you want to. Uh, yeah, and as soon as carriers do do away with physical SIMs, for example, I I don't like to. I have a small phone, but it's still um, uncomfortable to use in the gym. And some people still wear those those things on their upper upper arm where they they put the phone. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but mm -hmm. I don't really like that, and it's not really accessible. So uh, every time I'm on the gym, I, I wish. But I, are you, are you working out or are you using the phone? I, I don't. I'm get listening it. to some, to something, and you don't have to. You don't have to have your phone close well, by. Well, in that case, yes, because I have an exercise plan that's on the phone. <laughs> so every time I end, <laughs> I, I stop an exercise, I have to see what's the next one. But okay. So in your case, uh, an, an Apple Watch would, would be a, a really big. Uh, well, I wouldn't be to able you. to yeah. see my exercise plan now, now that I think about it. <laughs> but it would be it would be more comfortable <laughs> because if you have a phone in your pocket, in your pocket, even a small phone. When you're doing exercises, it's it's uncomfortable. Sometimes, depending on the exercise, it's you you can't mm -hmm. you really know notice the phone there. Do you use your Apple AirPods on the gym? No, because I sweat a lot, really, really a, <laughs> a lot of, mm -hmm. and they are not uh, rated for yeah. water resistance, and they are not rated for water resistance or even sweat resistance. So, I have some. Some fear that they could um, malfunction, and I don't want to risk it. Besides, the gym mm. is a really noisy environment, okay. and that's one of those places where the the earpod design doesn't work very well because it lets the ambient sound in, and I would really have to crank the sound up so mm -hmm. I could be able to listen to anything. Because, well, they th they th I don't know if this is common on every gym, but on the one that I go to, they think that playing really loud music it's a good thing. And well, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't like gyms, period. <laughs> it's my first time going to one and it's not really my preferences, but I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I need it right now. <laughs> I mean, poor shape, really poor shape. And I wasn't even, <laughs> I, I wasn't even able to surf properly because of it. So it's a, it's a compromise. Let's go to the main topic of this uh, okay. podcast. Do you know what it is? I don't know if sure. I share with it. I think we're talking about yes, the iPhone. It's, it's still the iPhone 10. <laughs> well, the iPhone but 10. Display. I want to talk about the display because I don't know. You probably oh, haven't yeah. uh, noticed it, but 
or maybe you did. Every time there is a new iPhone, it it's the best display there there is on the mobile on the mobile market. Every time a new iPhone came out comes out, mm -hmm. it's the best display ever. But last. Either that or Dr. Raymond Sonera buys a lot of Apple's, <laughs> Apple stock. I don't think so, but... <laughs> um, no, I don't think yeah. so. I'm kidding. Isn't it a funny name? <laughs> Wouldn't you say that it's Brazilian or something? It's not Portuguese, but maybe from Brazil. Probably. Sonera, yeah. Probably. Or, yeah. or Spanish like descended. That. And or important. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> but last year... Um, well, <laughs> The the uh, the Galaxy Note, the Note 8, if I'm if I'm remember correctly, had the best mobile display. So for the first time, the iPhone was mm -hmm. it wasn't out of the race. It wasn't it wasn't a close second, but it was strange not not see not to see Apple having the best display of all. And with the iPhone 10, they did it again, and I wasn't expecting it because since it's manufactured by Samsung, I was expecting it to be a tie, and it wasn't. The iPhone 10X display, manufactured by Samsung, Samsung, but to Apple specs and with mm -hmm. some software trickery. With a lot of software and enhancements. Yeah. Actually, as the best display available, and it beats beats all the records, all the previous records. Like um, it has the highest absolute color accuracy. That it's something important for you, for example. Well, I hear that every single device gets factory calibrated, yeah. so that should help a lot. I don't know if that's the case with Samsung devices. Uh, Do you actually, know? I don't. They they have good calibration, but, but probably it's not... Uh, I don't think most manufacturers do a calibration per device. per batch or something like that. Per device. I think Apple, it's, mm -hmm. it's such a stickler for a good calibration that they do it for the for individual phones for a long time now now mm -hmm. the new iPhone 10 also has the brightest screen it's great it has the a contrast ratio that it's better even than the the Samsung ones it has the lowest screen ref reflectance and that's a really good thing I wasn't expecting an improvement on that because I I thought I thought OLEDs were a bit. Oh yeah, that's nice. Well, at least the OLED I used uh, they suffered more of, of screen reflect reflectance than the LCD ones, but that apparently that's another another problem solved. And it has the smallest brightness variation with viewing angle because, like we've been reading, uh, OLED displays have a a bit of a problem with viewing angles and the. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. worse than and the LCDs, iPhone 10 yeah. also has the same problem, but it's reduced. Have you seen the um, the article on uh, Mac, Mac Stories by uh, uh, Federico Vitici about Apple's smart invert color option? Uh, actually, no, I, I haven't read that one. Can you can you walk me through? It's it's really great because they it did a it did a, uh, or someone not not exactly Vitici, but I think it was Neil. He Hughes that ran some battery tests on the iPhone 10 to compare the the standard white background UI against the the dark mode generated by the iOS 11 smart invert color in Safari and the results are really uh, something else <laughs> they they did a test not not a scientific test but a, a practical test and they um, turned on the the, uh, the smart invert color option and at maximum brightness for three hours with the with the D option enabled, the iPhone X battery dropped from 
100% to just 85%. In the normal mode, they did the same test with uh, also with uh, the back lightning uh, turn up to the turn up to the maximum value and the battery drained from 100% down to 28%. So <laughs> an OLED is is really uh you really want to to have a lot of black elements yeah, on the I, screen. <laughs> I think iOS 12 will be higher. We'll be, we'll have more uh, black uh, backgrounds. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if the the long awaited system wide iOS dark mode could uh, could be could be uh, in the future. You know, it could be presented as an energy oh, efficient sure. feature and next most... year. Uh, we. We do have a, a black mode on on the Mac, so why not on the iPhone? have an alternate uh, black mode, and I'll think that's going oh, to yeah. be default. Mm -hmm. Or at least a, a lot of developers will offer the well, option. They already do. Do you have a, a lot of applications that don't? Because most of the, the ones I use have an, an optional black mode. I think it's oh no no no. I think it's fifty fifty. Uh, I I have some that do, and oh, some so I, that I agree really with don't. you. It will be an option for sure. Because it's a, a really big battery benefit, mm -hmm. at least uh, until until a Apple uh, does away with the, the LED. <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, really, because they, they are investing a lot of on, in another technology, in research in another technology. Have you have you heard about it? Not really. It's micro LED LCDs. So they they I think this this OLED solution is just a, a step in the middle of of going. Uh, Again, for LCDs, because the the micro LED solutions, uh, I I don't have the um, the numbers right now, but I, I think they they are quite better than OLEDs in in a lot of ways. Perhaps we, they don't have the the same. Uh, oh, oh no, wait! I think they do. Uh, with micro LEDs, I think you can have uh, black levels this, uh, in the same value as OLEDs with the the micro LED so completely turned uh... off. A return to LCD displays? That would be <laughs> strange, but yeah, okay. Oh yeah, but I think we will see that. Yeah. Regarding the the dark tone, the dark mode, I I use my iPhone mm -hmm. on to read on uh, at night when I'm in bed, and that's one of the things I don't like uh, about use about uh, using an iPhone. When I used the the Galaxy S4, I had an OLED display. I used a dark background with white text, and I also used an application to dim dim the the brightness even more. And it was very comfortable to read, and I wasn't getting all that light on my face, which supposedly keeps you awake. <laughs> with the iPhone mm -hmm. SE, even the lowest brightness, it's it's still too much, and the 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 OLED display on the iPhone X has that advantage of uh, being completely black. And it also has some advantages that only Apple has, that they introduced uh, a super dim, super dim setting, super dim, which yeah. I would really enjoy having. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't expecting them to do that, because on the Samsung, I had to, uh, to use a third-party app and I was uh, surprised when Apple decided to do that as a factory setting. They also have um, the True Tone, uh, which it's not available on the, on other phones. And I actually never had a chance to to use to look at the phone with True Tone. 
And I can't wait because people say, at least the people I trust say so, so much good things about it. Oh, yeah. It's a great technology to have on a, on a, on a screen. Also, there's one thing we're, we're, we're forgetting. It's HDR. And uh, this is the first phone, as, as far as I uh, know, that uh, supports HDR. Uh, does Samsung have a HDR on their I on don't their believe phones? so, no. Not yet, at least. No, I don't think they do. Uh, but it's the first iPhone with HDR. And um, a lot of developers are really excited uh, to to get uh, updates to HDR. I, I've heard that um, the guys from... Um, What's the the company called that that, that makes uh, Alto's Adventure? I don't remember the name. I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't also. But I, I think they they they're willing to to update the game uh, to to be able to support HDR. And uh, I mean the, the colors are are oh, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> are amazing. <laughs> the colors are already amazing. So imagine them on HDR. It should be really really I awesome. Consider that. <laughs> When they talk about HDR, I thought about movies and pictures. I wasn't expecting that we'd see a benefit on on applications or games. And apparently, that's a possibility. Oh, yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah, sure. Uh, you're not a real gamer. I understand your, your point. <laughs> I am a PC gamer, so I'm the one. I'm the real gamer in, in this room. Gamer, yeah. But uh, there's already a lot of HDR-enabled games on the market, at least for consoles. I know that uh, Xbox One S supports uh, HDR gaming, and a lot of developers are embracing the technology. And if you have a display that supports it, uh, an LCD television that supports it, or an OLED television, uh, you really can see the benefit of oh, having um, HDR. Is that common uh, uh, on the on TVs? HDR support. It's starting to be a it's starting to be a um, a standard a standard that it's really getting uh, onto consumers' attention. Yeah. Last time I checked the TV market, they were on the 4K and the 3D. Oh, I think I think 3D is completely offset it now. <laughs> a lot of people are now buying 4K televisions with okay. with HDR. That's, that seems like a better bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, <laughs> we went to see Thor a few weeks ago, and I really disliked the movie. I didn't dislike it, but I, I was really disappointed with it. <laughs> the trailer is well, so much better. It has great reviews, everybody <laughs> likes it. But uh, I didn't, and I think a really big part of it was watching it in 3D, because for me, it's an effort. It's, it's not pleasant, it gives me headaches, oh, and yeah. it's rare for me to see a 3D movie. And I tried that one because it was on IMAX and I never saw an IMAX movie. Mm-hmm. And still, it's not for me. 3D, it's... <laughs> I know some people loved it, love love 3D, but... On some specific movies, I, I do like to see a 3D version, the IMAX 3D version, not the regular 3D version. Because I, I still do get uh, some headaches with the regular 3D version, but not not on IMAX for some reason. Uh, probably the technology is a little bit better. Yeah. I don't know. On some specific movies, I, I don't mind it, but not on all, all movies. And I think Thor is 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 pro- probably a, a movie that I could see it in regular 2D. I, I remember the Avatar was really great on 3D. Yeah, and and it sucks on 3D. It was probably the the best one on 3D yeah, that I too. ever saw. Still today, still <laughs> because Avatar. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Avatar Strange was, was also great. one of those movies that it was great on 3D, 
and I really didn't like to see it. When I saw it on 2D, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same movie. No, it wasn't the same movie. Yeah. Most movies you can see either version. I think you really have to. You have. You really have to make a movie for 3D. Uh, not. Not. No. It. It can't be an afterthought, uh, because you really have to think about the scenes uh, you're making, if they work in 3D or not. <laughs> Uh, probably that's the case with Thor. I I was, now I was wondering about 3D displays on phones, but I hope not. I think Nintendo launched uh, a gaming console, <laughs> one of those portable ones a few years ago that mm-hmm. had uh, a 3D display. I don't think that if that was success- successful or not, but thank you. No, not really. Some people find it great. <laughs> uh, a lot of people didn't like it because you you... There was this very specific angle that you have to look to because you didn't have to wear glasses. The, the technology was re, it was actually great because they they managed to do some kind of parallax shifting uh, just with the the LCD. You didn't need any kind of uh, special glasses, so that was great. But uh, unfortunately, not everyone perceives the images the same way. And to some people, it was great. Uh, to other people, so not let's really. return to the iPhone 10 just to end this theme. I just want to mm-hmm. call your attention that I told you earlier that the iPhone 10 has the highest absolute color accuracy. It's actually better than that. From what mm-hmm. Doctor Raymond Sunera says, it's indistinguish it's indistinguishable from perfect. So, yeah. Oh wow! So I think. <laughs> For a guy like That's you who was something. worried about the, the the pictures, about taking pictures with an iPhone 10, and if, if an OLED display would uh, uh-huh. be faithful to the to the color reproduction to the to the, sure, the original friend, scene, yeah, they, they've got it covered. <laughs> well, it doesn't do me any good. I, I <laughs> yeah. can't afford the one. <laughs> Although there is one thing. Uh, now that we're, th- we're talking Face ID everywhere on Macs on iPads. I saw a few renderings of an iPad Pro, mm-hmm. a 10.0 inch, with uh, without the the bezel. Oh yeah, because I saw it with also, the yeah. Face ID, with it wouldn't need the the home button. And I, I would like that on an iPad. I would like uh, an iPad with Face ID, but if without the notch, uh, I don't think the notch would work on on an iPad. Maybe it would be smaller on the iPad. I mean, and that's and that's why I think it would be more noticeable. Yeah, if that I get makes it. any sense yeah. to you. Yeah, and the iPad actually <laughs> probably won't need that uh, that visual. Yeah, yeah, that brand recognition because in the market there's really only one place to, to tablets to yeah. go to tablets, uh, and that's an iPad. <laughs> That's Everything the one else is correct. That I have to agree. I mean, on Android phones, people might prefer Android or or uh, Apple or whatever. And there's a discussion to be had when it comes to tablets. If you want a good tablet, and although we do we do prefer Apple devices, uh, Samsung devices are also very good, at least in, and, in uh, phones. Apparently, the the Google the ones that Google releases on its own brand are are very good oh, also. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to tablets, that's mm-hmm. just the iPad. Forget it. There's nothing on Android that's good enough. Maybe you can have good hardware. You won't have good software. So the iPad is it. <laughs> At least when it comes for us. I mean, I see a lot of people mm-hmm. buying uh, buying Android tablets, uh, but uh, I don't see actually. I don't see I don't see them using them much. <laughs> 
No, I don't think it's the same thing. No, I, the the experience is really great. On and I, I actually I actually miss having an iPad. My iPad two is sitting right there, and I <laughs> I haven't used it for a while, and understandably because it's it's uh, very old and and slow now. But uh, I do miss having an iPad because it's a really great for, uh, yeah, form. Yeah, I miss factor. it too. But I want to go for the Pro now, so it's yeah, it's going to take a while, I think. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since we Plus, were talking, since I can buy one right now. I can wait for it to have Face ID. Although on an iPad, I would still prefer uh, an LCD display because I would think an iPad would last me for mm. about mm-hmm. five years, and uh, there's still a problem with the, the duration of the OLED displays, which on on, a, on a, an iPhone it won't be OLEDs, a problem. Most yeah. people replace an iPhone every two, three to three years. On an iPad, I think that would be a bigger problem, mm-hmm. and also the yeah, yeah we, and also yeah. there's the we issue of the angle, longer, viewing longer, angle. Yeah. I would uh, at least like I like mm-hmm. I used to use my iPad. That's what, that would be an issue. I would I would want a, a a bigger viewing angle. So on the iPad, I think maintaining oh, the yeah. LCD yeah, yeah. Uh, for a while it's still the best way to go, or it's still my preferred way. And also because having an OLED uh, that size would be extremely expensive, I, I guess. But there are OLED TVs, aren't there? <laughs> yeah, and have you seen the price? <laughs> A lot of zeros? <laughs> A lot of zeros, yeah. <laughs> We were talking about um, photography uh, a while ago. And uh, you sent me a, a cool article from uh, Dan Pro- Provost about oh, the, yeah. the dual lens switching like on the iPhone X. Uh, you... Oh yeah, I liked it a lot because I really didn't knew that that uh, in some in some scenarios, uh, what the iPhone did or, or still does at at a, at a certain level is to use the the wide angle camera and crop it to. To simulate the uh, the two X telephoto uh, lens, do you wanted to talk about it a little oh, more? That's a, that's your area, my friend. But I was surprised <laughs> on the iPhone eight plus that doesn't happen, does it? It's just on the ten. Well, uh, the thing is, um, if you have enough light, both devices will uh, will use when you press the the telephoto mm-hmm. uh, option, the two uh, X zoom option, if you will. Both photo, photo, uh, both um, both phones will uh, actually go to the uh, the second sensor in the second lens array, but uh, it, that's not the case if if uh, the iPhone metering system thinks there's not enough light. Um, it will it will select the uh, wide angle camera and crop it a little bit because the the sensor on the wide angle camera it's actually better. It's a better sensor. It has uh, less noise. So they are able to keep the noise levels down a little bit. And since uh, pre-iPhone uh, X, uh, all iPhones uh, with, double, with double lenses didn't have a stabilizer, I think, for the uh, telephoto lens. So it, and the wide angle did have a, a stabilizer lens. So it was, it was beneficial to, have a, to select the, uh, the wide angle. But I can see why many photographers were really uh, annoyed with that with that option. <laughs> I really don't like cropping my photos, also. <laughs> and what 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 the iPhone 10 actually does, since it has a, a better lens and a better sensor, is uh, to maintain the uh, the ability to to choose to automatically choose the uh, the telephoto lens array 
in lower light scenarios than, than an iPhone 7 Plus does. So you should see uh, in, in lower light uh, situations, you, sh you should be able to use the uh, telephoto lens more often on the iPhone uh, 10 than on, a, on, a, uh, on a, an iPhone X Plus. And, uh, and I'm sorry, an iPhone 7 Plus or an 8 Plus. It's, it's, it's just for photographers. Oh, Most yeah. people won't notice. Most most people probably won't notice, but it's great to be to be able to use the uh, the real telephoto uh, camera more often than not. <laughs> do you think that would make you use it use it more, or the cropping issue is still something that uh, you would try to avoid? I I wouldn't call it an issue because they they can use it. It's just a a, a two a two times crop, so you you shouldn't be able to notice that much of a of a difference when cropping but um yeah it still happens on the iPhone 10 but I, it it really just happens when there's really almost no light available so the conclusion is so that it shouldn't be a you problem really want on, to try on the an 10. iPhone 10 <laughs> you already tweet your current iPhone like if like, like if it's an iPhone 10 oh yeah <laughs> so face ID not working today mm. <laughs> sometimes yeah <laughs> All right. Uh, this is everything for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, iPhone 10 screen is the best. <laughs> Apparently, the cameras are also the best, <laughs> and as they should. <laughs> and we'll see you, mm -hmm. what, next week? We'll see you. Well, we won't see you. You'll hear us next Probably, week. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, everyone. You'll hear us. <laughs> Bye, you guys. The Wonder by Dave Deeper. Available at www.needledrop.com slash deeper.